0: Here's what's coming up on today's show.
1: You need a good core fundamental plan to keep that ball moving forward. And you certainly don't want to be, you know, rushing things or just putting all your money or your eggs in one basket just to hope to get a quick score to to get caught up. When it comes to your finances,
2: you don't want to be at a disadvantage. Tim Dyer can help. He's a wealth manager specializing in retirement planning and investment management, and he could be that financial coach that helps you achieve your goals in retirement. This is Retirement Power Play.
0: Well, glad to have you back on the Retirement Power Play podcast. I'm Ben George. He's Tim Dyer, Dyer Wealth Management, there in San Diego. And Tim, obviously, we we are sports fans. I mean, if you just want to look at the podcast name and you know that. And I know we're going to have to talk some some hockey at some point, but uh, football right now we're we're in the thick of football season recording this and mm-hmm. uh, and it's been a a fun year so far um both college and professionally but uh is it is it something that you kind of seek out on the weekends viewing wise
1: yeah, it's changed a little bit uh I, with the two boys on sunday we're uh, i'm a I'm a patriots guy, so uh after growing up in New England, the Patriots play at one there, so it's ten o'clock here, so we're doing kids stuff on Sunday morning. Uh, but make no mistake about it, that, uh, that game is usually on in the background, uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep track of it, but um, yeah.
0: I always thought those it was uh, weird for me, coming from the East Coast, to always uh, to, to, to watch sports, but especially NFL, on Sundays, just with the time difference. It, it takes some adjusting, too. I know you've been out there for a while now, you're probably used to it, but when games would kick off at uh, 9, 10 in the morning, depending on what sport you're watching, it was always a little unique.
1: Oh, uh, well, let me tell you something. If you haven't if you haven't gotten up on a Sunday morning and you know, instead of heading right to the chicken wing factory or whatever, you know, pub that you go to, you go down and get yourself one of those nice big breakfast burritos down by the <laughs> beach and you settle in there for some football. There's nothing like it. Um, times have changed a little bit, but it's nice to even if you're watching the game, one o'clock and you got you still got your whole day ahead of you to hit the beach or Spend yeah. some additional time with the family, so uh, I- I'll take it early all day long. That's what's great about it.
0: Yeah, there's a trade off, but uh, it is nice to have the evenings kind of to yourself. But um, I digress a little bit because what I'm <laughs> what I'm want to talk about here today is is football and finance. Because there are, you know, we watch a lot of football. You have through the years. There's a lot we understand a lot of the terminology and a lot of the concepts and strategies and in the game of football. But most people don't realize that you can actually apply many of those to financial planning and retirement planning, which I think is interesting because because uh, you wouldn't really necessarily think about it. But as we break this out today, I think people will kind of shake their head in agreement like, yeah, I guess I can kind of see that.
1: Yeah, I think you'll find a, you know, you can find a lot of analogies uh, or lessons just in, in, in sports, which again, aptly our podcast is named Retirement Power Play on a hockey reference there for our new listeners, um, as I'm a hockey fanatic, but I'm also a sports fanatic. So Let's, uh, let's go your way here, Ben, and we'll do football this week, and, uh, and, and we'll see. I'll say this. Ben's my college guy. He knows, uh, he, he knows these college games. I went to a small business school back east called Babson. We like to joke around that we never had a losing football season, but we also <laughs> never had a football season. So I am envious of these guys, of, of people that have these big alumni uh, affiliations with these schools. So I'll live vicariously through you on the college scene, but uh, let's yeah. talk football. Yeah, let's it's talk a different, retirement. A different experience. Foot- football finances yeah <laughs> i like that
0: all right well i'm going to throw some concepts out to you and uh, I'm to, i want you to kind of break them down for us and apply them mm. to what you do every day so start with one that uh, i think everyone's pretty familiar with especially if you watch the nfl they got a channel named after it the red zone right mm-hmm. it's the most important area of the field for football because you need to take advantage and you need to execute you can't make mistakes and you got to score touchdowns rather than field goals so how do we take that idea and apply it to finance
1: yeah, so okay, the red zone, um, just f- for listeners that maybe aren't football fans, it's it's what we're talking about is in the, usually it's the last 20 yards before you get into the end zone. Now you think, okay, we're closer to the end zone. Um, it should be easier, but actually all those players are now compacted in a much smaller area. So getting open and, and whatnot might be a little bit more challenging. Um, think about retirement in the same way as we get closer to an actual retirement date, the decisions that we have to make tend to get a little more compacted because any decisions that we make in the early part is gonna have a big effect on some of those future years. When we're accumulating assets or you know, marching the football down the field, if you will, you can have short-term plays, long-term plays, but when we get into retirement, it isn't about you know, the most amount of yards you can get, it's about that income or that final goal of punching into the end zone and creating that uh, predictable income that you can live off for the rest of your life worry free and so um we, you know we call it the danger zone here uh, the retirement danger zone and it's really that you know 10 years especially five years when you're within retirement you really need to take a look at the diff- different aspects of your money because Any minor mistakes in that area can have a major impact. Um, And I'll just give you one quick example. If you are accumulating in your 401k, when the market declines like it has in 2022, it's not a bad thing. You're actually picking up more shares with the same amount of money. We call that dollar cost averaging, right? It's bringing your average cost down because you're buying more shares cheaper. However, when you're in retirement and you start taking income if you have those big declines you're now reducing the the amount of money that's available to participate in recovery and it creates kind of a negative spiral downwards and so um you know just like you work hard to get the ball into the end zone you do not want to f- fumble it or make or throw an interception or something costly when you're in the red zone uh because you know that can have a major impact on the next decade or more in your retirement. So there's my red zone analysis. I like it. it I'm makes, ready for Monday night football. It makes sense.
0: <laughs> You're right. You're ready to take over that uh, that analyst position on uh, Monday night football. But it does make a lot of sense. It is like, such a critical area for, for football, but also for finance to get it right. You don't want to make mistakes, and you don't have time to make them up uh, oftentimes when you do. So the red zone, great place to start. All right. You don't see this as much in the NFL, maybe in certain situational situations. Um, Environments, but you see it a lot more in the in college football. But that's the hurry up offense, playing fast, trying to score quickly. The NFL, you'll see it more often late in the game, for a half, maybe you know mm-hmm. you got a couple of minutes, two minute offense. But the hurry up offense, playing fast, high risk, high reward. What does that uh, have to do with financial planning?
1: Well, okay, so in the beginning of the game, you might try to catch your opponent off off um, off guard, if you will, and and play this hurry up offense where you're moving so quickly, they don't have a lot of time to make decisions on how to defend that. And I guess I'd say when you're younger, maybe you can take more risk, because you've got a lot of time if you make a mistake to make up for it. Okay. Um, you know, another way to look at it a uh, hurry up is maybe you haven't saved as much as you'd hoped or wanted to up to this point for your retirement. And so what people do, uh, we see this happen a lot is they try to take too much risk in their portfolio to try and make up for that and um, and that just can lead to even more problems because if that doesn't work out now they're even farther behind so you need a good core fundamental plan to keep that ball moving forward and you certainly don't want to be you know rushing things or just putting all your money or your eggs in one basket just to hope to get a quick score to, to get caught up because it very rarely works out well and um, we know at the end of a game when a team's running a hurry-up offense, it's it's out of necessity, right? They have to score to try to get back in the game or to try to tie the score or yeah. whatnot if they're trailing, um, and and they're forced to that. And you might feel that way as you approach retirement that you need to hurry up, but I want to give you a little um, relief from that. In that, remember retirement you know, maybe it's a specific date where you retire and the paycheck stop and the pay and, and you need to start drawing income from your portfolio. But remember, it's a long, it's a long time horizon. So if, if you came up uh, a little short on the front, end, it's not like all of those things end day one, you still you think about it, you essentially have another four quarters or another, you know, two or three decades from when you retire, to make up for some of those mistakes in growth, you know, maybe you're not getting it through Uh, paychecks at work and savings, but you have more time for your money to continue to compound than most people initially think they think it stops growing the minute they get to retirement. And that's not the case. Yeah.
0: Well, I know there are, there are ways to to catch up if you are, do feel like you're behind, but you know, trying to throw the D pass and, uh, and trying to hit that, that home run play is not necessarily the best strategy that's going to work for you. Like it does in football sometimes. So that's the hurry up offense. All right. The goal for everyone. And we saw, your man, Tom Brady, uh, in this mm. position quite often, is the victory formation, right? You get the, mm. you got the game in hand. You have nothing else to worry about. All you have to do is just run the timeout. You, you, you line up, take the knee, watch the seconds tick away, and you claim victory. So I know we all ideally want to be in this situation in any aspect of our life to just be in a very comfortable spot and know that uh, a win is in hand. But how do you get there in finance?
1: Well, let's just say that you have a um – we call it a financial independence number. It's a financial state when your portfolio is able to generate enough to maintain your desired lifetime expenses for the rest of your life. Okay. And when you achieve that, one of the things that we see is sometimes people keep their foot on the gas, uh, or they're, uh, they're taking too much risk when they really don't need to, it doesn't mean they, uh, they kneel and just stop playing the game. But I guess in a way you can, right? Because when we think about risk and things that can derail our retirement or our income plan for retirement, we have to think about, do we need to maybe take this additional risk to to keep the portfolio afloat and grow enough to meet those future income needs? But also, is there a desire, right? If there's enough, are you taking two or three times the risk that you need to be taking to satisfy your future obligations. Um, I mean, are we doing that just for the sake of doing it? Maybe it makes sense to, you know, get in the victory formation and implement that income plan and, you know, not not make any silly mistakes. You know, you're, we're, secu- we're essentially protecting ourselves from ourselves.
0: That's always important. We definitely need to do that. Uh, we all, always can use a little help protecting ourselves from ourselves for sure all right i got one more i want to throw your way and this is i think as a as one that we can all kind of relate to but i know again tying it back to your roots with the patriots bill belichick's been uh, has made all the difference in the world in that franchise to to rise them mm. to be one of the great franchises and really in any sport um but we know that coaches make a difference in the game right and good coaches obviously can push you uh, over the top and be the difference between winning and losing and, and having success long-term. We see that all the time. And I can kind of get this comparison here in the analogy with financial planning, because like what you do, you're a coach and what you do. And I know that having someone on your side that can coach you can go a long way towards retirement.
1: Yeah. Uh, there used to be a great debate, if you will, back in Boston about do, uh, is it, is it Brady that's, that's doing all the, you know, the cause of the Patriots' success, or is it Bill Belichick? Yeah. You know, would Brady be the same without Belichick? Would Belichick be the same without Brady? And I think we all know the answer. You need both sides uh, of that equation, right? Um, I, I don't think Tom Brady, I, I believe strongly, I don't, I don't think he would have achieved what he achieved under another coach, and I don't think another coach would have achieved what he would have, even with the the great teams that New England have. So it was, it was sort of the perfect storm that was assembled. Um, I don't retirement isn't any different. Now, here's something to think about when you play football. Maybe you've got a high school coach. They're teaching you the fundamentals. They're teaching you how to, you know, get in shape so that you can maybe go on and play at the next level in college. College, you know, same thing. We're trying to that's a little less instructional and it's more, you know, execution. Because uh, there's a lot on the line in these college football games. Um, not only pride, but there's a lot of money on the line for these schools. So, you know, I think of that as people are, are saving for retirement. You know, they're, they're flexing one muscle, if you will, to accumulate. But when you get you're approaching retirement, you need a different level of coaching uh, and advice and training that's not only going to get you to but through retirement and I think that's kind of an important distinction a lot of times we find people are working with advisors that are really good at at helping you accumulate your net worth uh, and that's a good skill to have we certainly have those skills as well uh, but they don't have they don't have any idea on how to coach somebody that's actually in retirement how to distribute those in a tax-efficient way um, how to manage the risk so that big declines don't derail uh, an entire retirement plan. So I, I think you know coaches make a big, big difference. Um, again, Bill Belichick is a is a great example. There was an article that he was quoted in um, after the Seattle Super Bowl game. Now I don't know if you remember that one. Seattle's on in the red zone. Oh yeah, they're getting ready to punch it in in a somewhat hurried up offense, uh, and and. It looked like they were going to go in the end zone and win the game, and time was going to run out. So the Patriots were just really on their heels, even though they had they had the lead. The odds were unbelievably high against them. But Bill Belichick knew that there was a certain amount of plays that the team had run in the that the uh, Seahawks would run in this scenario, and and uh, you know he made an executive decision to call a certain defensive play, which which you know. <laughs> seattle god bless their soul decided to throw the ball instead of just run it in the one yard and what happened patriots intercepted it game over super bowl champions and so definitely some things had to happen that were outside of their control but they also had to put the odds as low as they were as much in their favor for that to happen and that was about preparation and that was about coaching now if you're a seattle fan i'm sorry i know that brings up some painful memories God knows we have a few of those with, uh, with the Giants and the Super Bowl, but, um, but I digress here. Uh, you know, I think having a good coach has uh, is, is, is got a much greater impact than, uh, than people think because there's a lot of nuances that go into these things. Um, so yeah, I think those are all, uh, those are all relatable here. Uh, I'm ready for Monday Night Football, right? I am too. Move over, Al Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> now,
0: well, well said, and and it is true. You know, coaching goes a long way. Having great, I mean, having Tom Brady obviously makes a big, big difference. But you put them both together, then it it rises to the level that it did for so long. So, um, this is just some of the comparisons that we can make between football and finance. But as you're watching games this weekend, you know, sit back and uh, maybe pay attention, look at it from a little different perspective, and maybe you'll uh, get a few financial lessons out of it as well. But hopefully this episode was interesting and uh, entertaining for you. This week, we'll have a couple, uh, we'll have a new one coming in a couple of weeks. So make sure you subscribe to the Retirement Power Play podcast if you haven't done so already. We'd appreciate that. And if you have any questions about uh, anything we discussed today or anything on uh, your financial planning checklist, you can always reach out to Tim directly at 858 459-3937. 459-3937. Good stuff, Tim, as always. Uh, I, I know you, you you might be eating the burrito, watching a little <laughs> bit of football this weekend, but uh your Patriots will continue to, uh, to have some success for you.
1: Well, go Pats or whoever it is your team <laughs> is out there. Enjoy uh, the rest of the, the games.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you for listening to the Retirement Power Play Podcast. For Tim Dyer, Dyer Wealth Management, I am Ben George. Take care.
2: The commentary on this podcast reflects the personal opinions, viewpoints, and analyses of Sage Capital Advisors LLC DBA Dire Wealth Management employees making such comment and should not be regarded as a description of advisory services provided by Dire Wealth Management or performance returns of any Dire Wealth Management investments client. The views reflected in the commentary are subject to change at any time without notice. The opinions expressed in this podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or any specific security. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Any indices referred for comparison are unmanaged and cannot be invested into directly. As always, please remember investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital. Please seek advice from a licensed professional. Dire Wealth Management provides advisory services through Sage Capital Advisors LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where Dire Wealth Management and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advice may be rendered by Dire Wealth Management unless a client service agreement is in place.